1: good morning happy thursday to you welcome into the program tim weisberg here with you and it's uh it's a foggy morning as you heard ariel mention there in the forecast the fog will be around for a little while but it is expected to burn off just be careful if you're heading out there if you haven't left the house yet it is pretty dense and uh, visibility is low so just keep that in mind give yourself an extra couple of minutes if you're leaving And uh, make sure that you stay safe. But, uh, yeah, as she mentioned, too, we can expect to get a touch of Tropical Storm Felipe this weekend, which means it's going to rain again this upcoming weekend uh, on Saturday. And what's that stat now? I think it's something like, I think this will be like 18 out of 19 weekends, 18 out of the last 19, if I am doing that quick math in my head. That's crazy to think about we're and we're not talking about the springtime, the quote unquote rainy season, when you would expect to have that happen. We kind of take that for what it is when it happens in April, right? April showers, bring may flowers, What do may flowers bring pilgrims? I almost gave you the um the Frank Sinatra chicken. From the Looney Tunes, the the rooster there that was uh, supposed to be Frank Sinatra, and he would sing, uh, if April showers should come your way, or maybe it was the Bing Crosby chicken, I think it was the Bing Crosby chicken, if April showers should come your way, they bring the flowers that bloom in May, I was more of a fan of Owl Jolson, I love to sing, that's a great, it's a great cartoon, I still watch that at least a couple times a year, Uh, but anyway, So another weekend of rain through the summer, but it's pretty much every weekend throughout the course of the summer, plus now here into the fall. So I'm sorry for all of the plans that had to get moved around and canceled, but I always say it could be worse. It could be snow, although it probably couldn't be snow in the summertime. But if it means we're going to have a rainy summer, rainy fall, and we don't have to have a snowy winter, I'll be happy. Last winter was one of my favorite winters of recent years. I know you folks out there who depend on plowing for extra money. I know I get it. I feel your pain, but I hate the snow. I really do. I really can't stand it. Anyway, uh, 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and talk with us this morning. But, um, There's an interesting article that I'm going to talk about today that uh, the Herald News published and the Standard Times also picked up. You know, they're basically the same paper. And it's written by Dan Medeiros where he took a deeper dive into some of the controversy surrounding that whole Lizzie Borden house, Miss Lizzie's coffee controversy. The story is starting to get picked up nationally. That the owner of the Lizzie Borden house, technically U.S. Ghost Adventures, the company that's owned by Lance Zoll, has filed a lawsuit against Miss Lizzie's Coffee for trademark violations. So that's getting a lot of publicity now. I mean, SNL is coming back, what, this weekend? I'm sure they're going to have a weekend update joke about it. That's how much it's, it's been picked up. But the story isn't necessarily always being portrayed accurately. And in that article that Dan Medeiros has today, which is titled, Why Ghost Tour Companies Call Lizzie Borden House Company Trademark Claim Hypocritical. In that, he gives a little bit of background about what happened when... Lance Zoll, U.S. Ghost Adventures, the PR company that he owns, whoever, whoever you want to pin it on, put out the press release that said that they had reached an agreement and that Joe had decided, the owner of the Lizzie Borden, I'm sorry, Miss Lizzie's Coffee, that Joe Pereira had agreed to change the name, which Joe told me never happened. Never had any conversation of the sort. But they put out a press release, U.S. Ghost Adventures put out a press release anyway, saying if that's what was going to happen. And there's more to it than that, but I'll only stick to what's, you know been reported in Dan's piece. But in this story, he talks to people who run ghost tours in other cities about how U.S. Ghost Adventures comes into their city, creates a tour with a very close-sounding name, a website with a very close-sounding name, uses the stories that have already been established with that ghost tour. And they're basically saying he's doing the same thing he's accusing this coffee shop of doing. He comes in and he infringes upon our creative work, our trademarks. I mean, as I said, the, the guy who named his company U.S. Ghost Adventures and then complains about other people taking his intellectual property as this story reveals. And I didn't realize this. I didn't know this. It's actually a little bit more egregious too than just stealing the ghost adventures name for SEO purposes, marketing purposes, certainly to create confusion in the marketplace to make people think you might be associated with the TV show. There was actually another tour company he was talking to before we started called American Ghost Adventures, and he called his company US Ghost Adventures. That's even more egregious than just naming yourself after the show. But these multiple tour companies accuse him of these practices. And I've been hearing about this now for since he bought the Lizzie Boyden house. But now folks are on the record, and multiple folks. So it's not just a couple of people with, you know who have sour grapes over competition coming in. In fact, they all say we, we welcome competition. We don't mind competition. We just don't want somebody coming in and taking the things that we have researched and then putting them on their tour. Taking things that might be our, our personal experiences and then putting them on their tour. And this was a controversy over a decade ago. When there were multiple tours in Plymouth, multiple ghost tours, and they were, you know, they didn't always get along. We actually did an episode of Spooky where we brought them all in and they kind of talked to each other and agreed to kind of work together. And I don't know how much they really did. But the bottom line is they all realized we can each do our own thing. We each do it a little bit differently. And while we're sharing the same stories, we'll also be building up our own individual stories as well. So people might come one weekend, take yours, come the next weekend, take mine. Come the next weekend, take somebody else's. There's multiple ghost tours that take place in Salem every day, every night. And for the most part, they all get along. It's the ones that don't like to follow the rules that cause a problem. They have certain rules about where you can stand. And and then, of course, they get upset when people are misrepresenting the history. But for the most part, they all can operate no problem and everybody's doing just fine. I know people that were looking to launch a ghost tour in Salem when there was already multiple existing. And I said to them, are you sure you want to launch it in a city where there's already so many ghost tours? And they said, well, all the ghost tours are pretty much sold out all the time. So, yeah, we think there could be room for one more. But they all kind of can work together. This is not that from the way that it's being portrayed. It's somebody coming in, trying to take over, say we're the best, cause marketplace confusion and piggyback off the work that they've already been doing for their own profit. AKA all the things that are mentioned in the lawsuit that they're claiming against Miss Lizzie's coffee. So you can check that story out. We can talk more about that too. I know that a lot of you have been following along with that story. So that's why I just want to bring that to your attention. Of course, if you want to call in with more discussion about the preliminary election results, we can do that as well. Uh, I do think that it's interesting that uh, the call that we got yesterday, taking a look at the 6% voter turnout. There's, I, I, I was thinking about this more and I heard the mayor talking about it with... Marcus and Chris on South Coast now. And I understand the caller's point yesterday that we have too high of an expectation. I was talking about this with Barry too. We have too high of an expectation to base the percentage of voter turnout on that 65,000, 66,000 number of registered voters in the city. That's probably not accurate. With, with, 103,000 people in the city from the 2020 census. I don't think it's accurate that there's 66,000 registered voters. Those voting rolls need to be called. Somebody needs to go through and take the people off who have passed away or who have moved away and registered somewhere else. Now, I, talk, I talked to Manny Britto about this last year informally when I was just in the election office. And I said, you know, if you register in this town, actually, I think I was talking to somebody else in the office. But I said, if you register in New Bedford, but you had moved here from somewhere else, say Fall River, does it automatically remove you from the Fall River rule because you've registered somewhere else? And I guess the answer to that question is no. Somebody has to go through and take off the people who have moved and registered somewhere else. So that it would really be helpful if they could have an an automated system across the Commonwealth that can solve some of that. And I could be wrong, you know, I could have misunderstood what they were saying, but I'm pretty sure that that's what I was told somebody has to go through and do this, and it's a project, and that's what they do when there's not an election going on. That's what that office will work on. But I think that there's just need they need to get caught up with it more. If there's sixty six thousand people. Basically, what we're saying is like 65% of the people who live in New Bedford are registered voters. 65% of the people who show up in the census are registered voters. And that number just doesn't sound accurate to me. It wouldn't sound accurate to me in a suburban affluent community. If you told me 65% of the residents of Brookline were registered voters... I would say, I don't really believe that number because there's got to be a lot of kids. There's got to be a lot of people who are apathetic toward voting and didn't register. So I just think that the caller's point is right. Expecting to get, you know, 35, 40% of a number that's probably not Exact. That's probably unintentionally inflated. Seems like a unrealistic expectation. But as the mayor said, you can talk about whatever that percentage is all you want. The bottom line is only four thousand people voted or thereabouts in this preliminary election. Now that is not a good thing. You've got to assume out of 65, 66,000 people that are supposedly registered voters, let's say half of those are legitimate. And let's say half of those people actually go out and vote in the average election. So in a presidential election or the general coming up in November, you would expect to get 15,000 people coming out and vote. You should still be able then to pull more than 4,000 in a preliminary election that had some implications. Now, I think the number will be much bigger for the general election, but I don't know that it'll be 15,000. I don't know that it'll be 15%. But if you are someone who holds your hands up and says, throws your hands up and says, well, what's the point? It doesn't make a difference. The people who have been there just keep getting reelected. My vote doesn't matter. You can say that all you want, but look at how close some of the numbers were in the preliminary. And if you want to extrapolate that out, you could be seeing some turnover on the city council. I mean, you're going to see some anyway, because you're going to have a new Ward 5 counselor no matter what. There's a rematch of a very close race from two years ago in Ward 1. But you've also got some counselors at large who appear to be on the ropes based on what happened in the preliminary election. And Marcus and Chris talked about this yesterday. It's going to come down to money. Who has what in the coffers to be able to launch a successful campaign? But you know what? Look at some of the names that are in, I guess... Danger, we'll say. You know, the ones who are toward the bottom of the list of the five counselors. And in order from most votes to least in in that position, it was Brian Gomes, Linda Morad, and Naomi Carney. Three pretty recognizable names. One that's been on the council for 30 years, one that's been there for about 20 years, a little under, I believe. And then I forget how many years councilor Carney's been there, but it's been a number of years. So these are folks that have name recognition. These are folks that have been in the headlines. So I don't think that they can spend all the money they want, but the people who are going to go out and fill out a ballot know who they are. And they're still thinking maybe some of these other folks... So the idea of you can, you know, you can outspend the opposition, I, I don't know that that works when you're a known quantity as much as these counselors are. I don't know that, I mean, I, I get it. Yes, you can. You can go out and spend more. You can put more signs out there. You can have more mailers sent out. You can do all of that stuff, buy more ads on the radio. But you're also the known quantity. Unless you're spending that money to attack those who might be challenging you, Really, it just takes them getting their names out more. What is this truck doing? There's a truck parked right outside the studio that's like making a lot of noise. And I I don't know what it's doing. It's parked oddly. So I apologize if you hear that. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Why don't I take a break and maybe maybe they'll move on by the time we come back. We'll be back in just a few moments. And we are taking your calls at 508-996-0500. You can also send us app chat messages on the WBSM app. Uh, Jeff in Fall River says, Good morning, Tim. Maybe it's caller John parking his truck out in front of the radio station. No, it is not. It's um, it's actually the gentleman who is out here uh, taking care of the, I guess, the septic system. He's opened up the manhole covers. Uh, but uh, thankfully, you know, you don't have the usual. I mean, maybe he's experiencing it, but I'm not experiencing the usual uh accompanying odor that comes with that. So I don't know if these are, you know, what's actually in these, but it's uh, he's doing, he's doing the tough work out there. So, and he waved, so he's probably a listener. So uh, I appreciate that. And people like to come by all the time and drive by and wave. And uh, I might not know who you are, but I will wave back. I might not recognize you. Sometimes it's hard to see with the glare and the reflection in the glass. But if I see, you know, the motion of somebody waving, I will wave back. You can always come out and, you know, sit outside the studio and listen in on your radio if you want. (laughs) We've actually had that happen before. Anyway, uh, let's go into the newsroom now. We will get all the headlines of the day with Ariel, and we'll take your phone calls on the other side, 508-996-0500. But now let's go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey.
3: House Republicans are scrambling to find a new speaker after Kevin McCarthy was voted out of the role this week. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan and House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana both launched their bids on Wednesday. Oklahoma Congressman Kevin Hearn is also considered to be a likely contender. The House is currently on recess and a speaker election is set for next Wednesday. A memorial service for late California, Senator Dianne Feinstein is set for today in San Francisco. Vice President Harris and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi are among those expected to attend. President Biden will provide a recorded message. And Feinstein, who was the longest serving female senator in American history, died last week at the age of 90. As thousands walk off the job at Kaiser Permanente across the country, the company says it has made preparations for the strike. In a statement, Kaiser says all departments and ERs will remain open. Physicians, many RNs, and managers are not on strike, and if needed, Kaiser says it will bring in contingent workers. However, patients should expect some rescheduling for non-emergency and elective services. 400 more Ford workers in Michigan are being told not to report to work today due to the UAW strike. Ford says the, layoff, the layoffs are for 350 employees at the Livonia Transmission Plant and 50 employees at the Sterling Axle Plant as those factories make parts for the Chicago Assembly Plant. The Chicago plant was included in the UAW strike expansion last Friday. Police in Connecticut say a man who stole a car with a toddler inside then robbed a bank is dead. Police in the Hartford suburb of Windsor said officers got a call a little after 9 a.m. Wednesday about a man stealing a car with a 17-month-old child in the backseat. Less than a minute later, they got a call reporting a bank robbery and almost at the same time, a 911 call reported a car crashing into a tree. The the suspect... the suspected bank robber was killed in the crash but the toddler was conscious and taken to the hospital the powerball jackpot is now up to an estimated 1.4 billion dollars no one matched all six numbers in wednesday night's drawing so the jackpot rolled up to what would be the third highest powerball jackpot and fifth largest in the u.s lottery history a single Winner in Saturday night's drawing could claim a lump sum cash prize of more than six hundred and forty million dollars. In sports, the Patriots are bringing a familiar face back into the fold. New England is acquiring cornerback J.C. Jackson from the Los Angeles Chargers. The Pats are sending a 2025 sixth-round pick to Los Angeles, who is sending Jackson and a 2025 seventh-rounder to New England. The acquisition comes on the heels of rookie corner Christian Gonzalez being diagnosed with a torn labrum. The Pats are hosting the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. The Bruins put the finishing touches on their exhibition schedule tonight. Boston is hoping to snap its four game skid when it visits the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast. Areas of fog this morning, visibility one quarter mile or less, and the fog will burn off to partly sunny skies, then clearing highs in the upper 70s. Tonight, partly cloudy in the evening, then mostly cloudy with a slight chance of showers after midnight, areas of fog after midnight and lows in the upper 50s. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's new stock station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
1: Eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: I've got something very serious to share with everybody. Okay. Um. Now, since they had that the thing yesterday, the emergency thing, I'd like everybody to get their cell phones. Get their cell phones. I want everybody. You too, Tim. I'm going to have you do something, and then you can see something. And it's and it's what it is. There's. I'll wait a couple more minutes for everybody to get their cell phones. And get it like uh, text messaging. You know, like you're going to send a text message to somebody. Sure. Like you, and so, alright. So you got your phone, alright. Now, when you when you get ready to do it, alright, you look, look when you go ahead and push send. You push send, you'll see there's going to be like a double, and you can see like the video. The, the, the thing comes up twice as it's being sent. Go ahead and try that.
1: Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so,
2: I'm. It's, it, it looks like it's twice. Then you know. Typing, like, look, look.
1: A, t- typing a text message and now I'm going to hit the send button. Yes. By the way, Ariel, I'm sending this to you, so you're the only other person I know that's awake. I mean, I could text Lamone, but he's on his phone, so uh, let's hit send. Yeah, it just looked like it sent a regular text to me.
2: No, but when you see, there's like when you sent it, it's like it looks like there's like it's it's coming. It's like like a real short, brief look at it. It's like real tiny, and it goes on, goes ahead and sends it. It's like you don't feel like. The last part after you push send, you don't see like part of it as a, as a, like, as a going. What it's doing is sending two separate text messages to where, wherever this, wherever, I guess, I want to say probably Bluff, Utah, uh, where they have the NSA stuff right there. That's why I think they're sending that, sending it to. But it's like, I've, I've pointed it out to other people that, that and it wasn't like this beforehand until today. And, they're, and I'm telling I think everybody should look at it and see do that, see it. Try it all separately. Ask ask her to do it. Ask did she try it? Did you ask her
1: to try she, it? yeah, she's she's doing it there. So uh, are you seeing anything there, Ariel?
2: I, I did not. It looks like it looks like it's it comes up it's like it's like after you send it, it comes up twice. You you know it shows it's sending off. But usually when it send it off, it doesn't do that. And it's like and it's doing that now because it's going it's sending two messages. Well, what, it's what, like what? What are you seeing, Ariel? What are you seeing on yours?
3: Yeah, I'm not really seeing anything on my, my end either.
2: As when you as when you when you send it, as you send send, you see like as it goes up to the next message, you see like a very like the end part of your your message that you had sent off.
1: No, it's not, it's not. happening for either one of us, Lamont. I think it's because you're still using a Motorola Razer from 2004.
2: No, I'm using the the what is it the the, the flip phone, the other foot phone. The, 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 the new flip phone, you mean the the one they just Note, came out Note, with? No, the one from like uh, thousand and four. Well, that's Note, probably why. Yeah, you gotta you <laughs>
1: got you've got to get off that. That's that doesn't have four, even four G capability. There, they're getting rid of all but, those phones.
2: But I have to climb the climb the pole to get on the phone most of the time. Get the section. but you, I, you see how they're getting rid of like the old televisions? Those televisions. They were they were fine. No, they want to get people to get the flat screen. But there's the old TV had a little switch and everything. I can turn on the cable, whatever, what it could do to make it a monitor and the tele, you know, if it, you see, and this it looks back at you. And so they do that. And so they doing like that. Now the, the all the flat screens, are, well, not all of the flat screens, well, all of them do, but the, right now the uh, smart television, they're all, they all have that, that access to the, you know, you no know, video every
1: everything. Right there, yeah. Connected to, well, so Lamone, listen. You know, I love you. I think you've been up a little bit too uh, too late tonight. No, I think you. No, I think you no, need to. I, you're seeing double on your phone when it comes to the. No,
2: text I've messages. even talked to people in Canada, just and stuff like that, and they had the same thing. It's like, oh, I see what you're talking about. They, they send it, send it, and you see it like it goes. You see the end part of the the, the end part of your, your I, maybe your text may, is
1: messages. maybe it's a carrier issue. Maybe it's the 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 cell. What what cell phone carrier do you have?
2: I'm with t T-Mobile.
1: Oh, me like too. It said, so maybe it's yeah, not a carrier it, issue.
2: But it, 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 it did that. But it did that afterwards, after they had the thing that couple with him, uh. the national message thing. That's, it. Wasn't doing that beforehand, and 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 it didn't do any other time. But I I noticed that then. So I got I got I have 15 other people in other parts of the country, and uh, that that have, that have told me that even somebody in, in Hawaii. Tell me they see what I'm talking about. Say, oh yeah, I see it, and it's like you know, and it was like they and you're all trying right about everything. I said, you're welcome. And so, but yeah, I just think that if you look at it, you see it, and if I I don't know what it is, but I said th- I know it wasn't that way beforehand, before the national thing they did yesterday, the, the, and so that you see where it comes up twice, so I think that there's are there, they're you know sending your, your messages. You know, and, and getting half of it, you know, when you send a message to there. like I said, I think the NSA place in Bluff, Utah, that's where the, the the big NSA thing, that's where all the text messages, video messages, all those other things like that go right to there. It goes through there. And so, this, you know, that's how they do the flagging and stuff like that, too, you know, like, oh, oh, they said um, bomb pops or whatever, you know. You well, out there just like, you yeah.
1: you keep an eye on that for us. I'm going to hold you there just because I have some uh, some breaks I got to take. But you keep us up to date on that and let us know what else, what else we find out.
2: Okay, I don't want you guys to say, oh there's a black guy. He's uh, he's doing some 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 conspiracy some conspiracy stuff, but it's the truth. I just, I just I just I just noticed it. It's something I noticed.
1: Well, we appreciate <laughs> you bringing it to
2: our attention. You have a good one. Okay, take care. Oh, I got I right, talk to you later. Bye. All
1: right, I have a good one. All right, that is uh, Lamone in Las Vegas. I I, I mean he's. He's been awake since he, when he called us yesterday. So, you know, he could just be seeing double. He says other people are seeing it too, but I have T-Mobile. I'm not seeing it. Uh, maybe it's, you know, those carriers out in that direction. Uh, let me take this call very quickly. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
4: I think Lamone, um, I think he got, when he was in Lady Gaga's bathroom, I think they put a tracking device on him.
1: That's very possible. Yes. Yeah, oh, Ariel Ariel is not familiar. Uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Lamone called in. He was trapped in Lady Gaga's hotel room bathroom in Las Vegas. Yeah, so. he
4: was he was do was, was like he was like um I don't know if he brought her her dinner or something. Well, did he bring her dinner or something? Like that he worked on a hotel.
1: No, no, he he apparently hangs out with these celebrities when they come to Las Vegas. He's uh, he's yeah. very well known from people. So he, he's a uh, freelance tour guide. He was That's in the is. bathroom calling us while Lady Gaga was trying to get him to come out of the bathroom,
4: and he was like, hang well, on, I'll
1: be out in a minute.
4: He gets good vantage points from the top of that telephone pole, so you can see i have like everything. That come is
1: on. true. You know what he doesn't get yeah. good up there, though? Reception. because
4: That's right. His phone oh, always I, sounds terrible. Sounds like talking, he sounds like he's talking through a tin can That's on we, wall. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, man, this guy.
1: We actually <laughs> offered to send him a tin can with string to call in because it would be better <laughs> than the phone that he uses a lot
4: of the time. That's funny. Um... Inflation. Can we can we talk it. Can we talk about it. Sure. Um, it's it's a. It seems like it's a, you know. So, on average, okay. I'm spending now. Mind you, I have a teenage daughter, who eats like an adult, and you know she's growing. I have a ten year old who's growing. So there, you know, my kids are you know. Well, anyways. Four hundred and four dollars, two weeks in a row. I've spent at Market Basket. Okay, now I kids to kind of see where this is going. This is like a trend because, uh, you know, it's 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 headed in that direction. Two weeks so far, I've spent. Four. Now the week before, just about maybe like three seventy five, three eighty. So it's going up, but the prices have gone. Because I buy every, I buy the same thing every week. I buy the same stuff every single week. We make, we make a list. We buy the same stuff every week. Maybe maybe. You know, maybe something slightly different here and there. I'm not going to say that same exact thing every single week. I'd, I'd be lying. But for the most part, all in the same ballpark of stuff, okay? Uh, we shop at the same store every week, Market Basket. And uh, my wife's been noticing that the prices, some of the prices of the stuff that we buy every week have been going up. Not by cents. Not by cents, Tim. By, do- by dollars. Dollars. Okay, Uh, my wife, my my, my kids, my or my my youngest likes to drink those Capri Sun, the waters, the water ones, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, the ones that have like no sugar in it. And uh, those went up a dollar. They went from three ninety to four ninety. okay that market basket.
3: That's
4: just one one item. okay you go look at red meat, you go look at steaks and stuff like that. You're going to pay anywhere between. $1,899 Eighteen ninety nine to twenty three dollars, depending on what kind of steak you want to eat. Okay, that's just for that's just for two steaks, two small little steaks. Okay, that now that's done. Okay, now we're now we're now we're spending four hundred and four dollars. Okay, times that by four do- uh, four weeks. That's sixteen hundred dollars just on groceries for one month. Okay, for four people. All right. Now, mind you, we're not eating like kings. I can tell you, I can tell you right now, we're not eating like kings. Uh, you know, when inflation wasn't high, yeah, we were eating good for $400 a, a week. We were eating good. We were eating great. But for $400 a week, we're not getting anywhere near the amount of groceries we're getting now. You know, but anyways, that's here nor there. Gas prices, I don't know if you realize they're on a trend. They're on, a way, they're on their way up again, okay? supposedly this, this is because of the, the you know OPEC OPEC about I don't know what um, two, three weeks ago, announced they were they were cutting off whatever certain amount of barrels. they weren't producing certain amount of barrels, right? So now we're getting hit with gas prices. okay what I'm trying to what I'm trying to wrap my head around is that we rely on OPEC now, right? because we cut off we're, we're literally not we're not, we're not in, uh, energy independent. When we were energy independent three and a half years ago, right? So we're now we're relying on Russia, Saudi Arabia. We're running on foreign countries. We're running on we're relying on foreign oil to make us to get us through. Okay, and you can see the gas prices—they shot right up. I mean, these gas prices—two months into Joe Biden's presidency. Shot right up. Okay, it was it was. Am am I am I wrong in that timeline? It was it was about two months, right?
1: And and I would say that this is usually the time of the year that you see prices go up anyway, because what they do, you know, it's kind of a shell game anyway with some of these prices that the oil companies charge. But they raise the prices up a little bit now, so that when we get to the home heating oil season. And they can get the maximum dollar for that. And it doesn't seem like it's as big of a jump. So you can go up and start charging, you know, because home heating oil and diesel are essentially the same thing. So you're going right. to be charging, you know, we wanna, you want to get to where you're charging like five fifty a gallon for that. Well, in order to do that, you've got to get to like $4.50 first. So that people, and I'm just throwing those numbers out. I'm not, I'm not using exact numbers.
4: Well, home heating oil right now, if you look, I, I, the only reason why I, I, I'm... I kind of I kind of know about a little bit of home. About home I don't have home heating. I have natural gas. Mm-hmm. Um, but my buddy that I talked to on the phone, he he, he tells me his home heating oil is right around like three dollars and eighty something cents a gallon. Okay, so it's not too far off of what you know. Well, it, it's it's not can't really compare home heating oil to what we're paying for at the at the at the pump. You know what I mean for, for diesel at least because diesel right now is four fifty to four sixty anywhere you go. So you know, it's almost a dollar more than what you're going to be paying for home eating. oil,
1: which is crazy for, for because now. But let's see what
4: happens for right know, now.
3: Yeah,
4: right. So you know, home eating oil is going to go up once the, the winter months come. But that's not what. That's uncomparable to what we're paying at the pump. Um, it's it, it, it does have a little bit of you know you can't compare the two, but it, in all reality, Tim, it's not. It's not the same as what we pay at the pump. Um, it, with that with that being said, it's like. What do we do, as as a nation? What do we do? We keep paying these prices. Eventually, everybody's going to go bankrupt. We're not going to be able to afford to pay these prices anymore if anything. Now, what do, what is the what is the, the, the what is the government doing about it? Because I can tell you right now, the government with this new bill that they just passed the 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 the, uh, the budget. Okay, they still managed to give themselves on average a $39,000 raise. They gave on average every every congressman or whatever, you know, a senator or whoever, whoever was in this bill, okay, gave themselves $39,000 a raise on average, okay. That's messed up, man. Some of these people in America aren't even making $39,000 a year. But yet we're forced to live with the prices of inflation. Meanwhile, up on up on uh, you know in, in D.C. they're making they're making a thirty nine thousand dollar raise this year. Now that's messed. That's that's messed up. Well, and, and it's like they
1: they're too busy, you know, playing political games with each other, even within their own parties, instead of actually you know doing the work.
4: And it's not even a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's an all around issue. Okay, they gave everyone raises. It wasn't just some people raises. It gave everyone raises, okay? Meanwhile, the American people are starving. We're starving. And you know what's funny is that the way I look at it, Tim, okay, you get a raise at work, right? You get a raise at work, you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, you will say he raise, okay? Let's say, I don't know, $5 an hour more, okay? You're going to start living off of that $5 an hour more because you're going to start living like, you know, Okay, you're not going to put gonna, that you're aside. Start, you're going to right, you're, you're start getting used to it, okay? Now, these grocery stores are getting used to people paying their prices, okay? They're getting used to paying $4 for a loaf of bread. They're getting used to paying $4 for a for a gallon of milk, okay? $4 for a carton of eggs. Well, and, and I, used I think that. that that's
1: true to some degree, but I also think that there will be some correction if inflation goes down. It, it would have to. Um, but you're, you're right. I mean, it's never going to go back to, it, it never goes back to what it was before. Uh, it always, you know, keeps that little bit of that bump anyway. I got to just hold you there, John, cause I got to take a break. Yeah, yeah, all right, That's fine. But you all have right. a good day. Thanks for the call. I, uh, I do have to take a break. Callers hang on. We will get to you. We'll be back in just a few moments. Back to the phones. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM.
2: It's me once last time. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> um, you remember I told you. About, two, about Tupac, that got the guy who shot him. Yes. They he, they they went to the house, they went to his house. He was trying to sell the gun. Somebody was going to give him like five million dollars for the gun. Okay, so that's what the how they all got involved with it. You know, like the, the uh, D A drug and gun. You know the ATF, you know A T F that's what it is. So they all broke. They went up there and went to that dude's house, and he, he talked about it in the book he wrote. But he was the one that was driving the car. The, uh, the the guy sh- un- un- shot uh, two blocks, and so but um, the thing about it is so that's what they do with that he's he's got him in jail and they got him in, in, in jail in the, in the county jail right now so that's something to look forward to, to seeing about that which I was right again you were you right know. Lamone no doubt and so I thank you very much I like being right instead of <laughs> Mr Wrong Mr., Mr Wrong you know a, better be Mr Right than Mr Wrong so and um also a uh, few days ago. The guy you were having an argument with, like like two callers after me, or before me, I mean, uh, 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 that was the guy who, who, who won the, the Publisher's Clearinghouse. No, no, I haven't heard from Mark in a while. That, was, that sounded like him
1: when you were arguing about That sounds like him. No, I'm, I'm actually a little worried about Mark. We haven't heard from him in a long time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.